The Rudy Giuliani Show. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani with The Rudy Giuliani Show. And thank you very, very much uh, for tuning in. And I told you my friend Stanley is listening. Stanley may or may not call in. We'll have to see. He's been working on seeing if he can get his paws around those little numbers. But we don't want to do like a fake call in. Uh, he might not be ready for a few weeks, but we'll see. I'll, I'll send you other pictures of Stanley. He's actually quite an adorable dog. A little bait, a little, little tiny dog, but he's just like, a, just like a big dog. It's very strange how dogs can be like that. Then I, then I have another friend uh, who's a um, pit bull. So you say, oh, pit bull, wow, oh, terrible. This pit bull barks like crazy. If you if you went near the house, you would you would you would be frightened out of your mind. Then if he came in the house to try to steal, he'd start kissing you. Because he's just a love dog. <laughs> right. Strange. I wish people were as nice as dogs. But in any event, they're not. Uh, particularly the Biden people. Something strange happened with the Biden dogs. They must have treated uh the dogs like they treat their grandchild. You know, the grandchild that they don't recognize. I don't know if that bothers you as much as it bothers me. Sometimes there are certain things, you know, mostly the personal lives of public figures don't get to me. I never was really down on Clinton. A teeny bit with the White House thing, you know, when he was using the White House uh, and talking to the congressman. But then then I kind of thought about it and thought about the pressures and Hillary, (laughs) Hillary and Somebody made a comment to me, don't, don't judge, you're not married to her. I don't know. I didn't really use that as a basis. It was probably one of those stupid jokes. But in any event, you, you, you know, you can't walk in somebody else's shoes. But here's one. I mean, I don't get this. I don't get what they're doing with this kid. So he's got, he's got, he's got uh, seven grandchildren including Navy. And, and uh, Creepo is in court uh, fighting over, I don't even know what he's fighting over. He doesn't want to pay for her. First, he, he wouldn't admit her. He had to get caught by DNA. Now he's caught by DNA, and he won't support her. And he's pulling in, I mean, he's, we can count that he pulled in somewhere near 100 million spread it all over the place, owns property all over the place. I don't know. We got somebody saying he's got an offshore bank account, but, you know, God forbid should the FBI investigate that. I mean, boy, gee, they might might actually involve a crime and they'd have to arrest him. I mean, they they have in their possession about 50 documents that would require the arrest of President Biden and Hunter Biden, and they haven't done it. I don't know what else, what else, I mean... I don't know, if he went out in front of the White House and shot somebody, they'd probably arrest the guy for threatening him that, that he shot. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's absolutely crazy. But let's listen to number 39, because I don't know, with everything else, this one sends me over the top on what an absolutely horrible human being Biden is. 39. I have six grandchildren, and I'm crazy about them. I speak to them every single day. Not a joke. Matter of fact, I just got finished going through the calls, and uh, only one of them answered the phone. Uh, 
But at least they got to leave a message. Well, there's a seventh that gets no message. There's a seventh who uh, 10, 15 years from now is going to look back and going to realize that she was deliberately excluded by her grandfather. No matter what happens with him. I mean, her grandfather may end up in jail by that time. Uh, God willing, she'll never have to spend too much time with her father, who is a complete criminal and pervert. But, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with Biden. I mean, he should have been, he should be in prison. In, In a fair world, in an America of 30 years ago, in an America that really believed in equal administration of justice, this man would have been prosecuted three or four years ago for racketeering. And he'd be in jail, and the government would be seizing the money and taking it back from him that he took in selling out the United States. And maybe we'd still have the Bagram Air Base 400 miles from China, which we're not going to have if, God forbid, China attacks us. Look, he's gotten a lot of Americans killed with his decisions. Afghanistan, never, never, never uh, you never take out uh, the troops before the civilians unless you want to see the civilians die. Well, they died. The terrorists killed them. Not only that, he gave them the weapons to kill them with by leaving behind $85 billion worth of arms. All you got to do is burn them, Joe. Unless it was a gift to your friends. Unless it was a quid pro quo. I think there are lots of quid pro quos going on with China. You know that. I mean, they didn't give you $31 million for nothing. Bagram Air Base, probably a big part of that, huh? Or not, not nailing them on uh, COVID, just letting them slide on killing uh, a couple million people with COVID. Just let them slide. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not getting in their way as they try to move to be the most important uh, country on earth. They, they're aiming at 2048, and you're actually helping them. I mean, you, just, since you came in, they probably dropped that number about four years. Uh, I can think of, if you want to list your accomplishments... You should start with China because that's where you should be running. You've really helped them a lot. And and I'm not going to buy that it's a coincidence that they've been paying your family millions and millions for five years. Oh, and by the way, Joe, just let me remind people that I have read and seen and have uh, looked over uh, the records. And I understand that the press doesn't bother to focus on this. They always say, 10% for the big guy in that one deal. Yeah, but I have Hunter's text to his daughter that says, for 30 years, I've been paying all the expenses of the family, and I still have to give 50% of my income to dad. Now, if that's not a kickback scheme, there ain't no kickback schemes. They don't exist. So, uh, look, you're a crook. You're a dummy. You're a cheat. You were a plagiarizer when you were a kid. Uh, You're just basically thoroughly dishonest. But you're also one mean, horrible human being and not recognizing your your granddaughter. And it's all the same thing, right? It's just all about you. It's all about your career. You don't want to hurt your career. So let the kid develop all kinds of problems and treat her like, I don't know, like she's garbage. Awfully cute kid. I don't know if you see, did you see the picture in the in the post today with her mom. That's an adorable little girl. I have no idea. I mean, for the I have a granddaughter who's a year 
in three, four months. If she wasn't my granddaughter and she was just hanging, hanging around my house, I'd fall in love with her. How do you not fall in love with babies? Unless you are basically an evil man. And maybe that's what we, I shouldn't say maybe, that's what we have there. An evil man, and, and, he, and he was evil before he was demented. Let's listen to him, uh, let's listen to him uh, articulate, you know, and let's see, is he getting any worse? Let's go to number two. Muslim culture is woven throughout the American culture, music, film, literature, fashion, and the arts. And the cheer for Muslim, for, we cheer for Muslim athletes like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I know him, and I mispronounce his name. But he calls me Joe Biden once in a while. Now let's go to three. In my first two years, we cut the deficit $1.7 billion. Into trillion, trillion, trillion dollars. <laughs> Not billion, the trillion dollars. The deficit is up to the highest ever, Jerko. They don't have Pinocchios anymore. Because they, they can't. They, they, they couldn't have enough Pinocchios for you. The deficit is up to the highest ever, moron. That's a straight-out, complete, total, 100% lie. And nobody calls you on it. And then your moron, Mayorkas, goes out and says the, the border is closed. And something like five to six million people have come over since you're president. There is no presidency that we can even compare to yours in terms of how many illegals have come into this country. None. I mean, you're not 20% higher, 30% higher, 50, 100. You're like about 300% higher than any presidency. And it wasn't Trump, by the way. And then the worst part of it is you don't inspect them. You don't, we don't know who's coming in. First of all, the numbers that they're now putting out of the people that they don't do anything with keep getting higher every time they put out numbers. So I was working on a factor of about 50%. Four million have come in that you have encountered. That usually, actually usually means that another four million came in that nobody saw. That's the general rule of thumb. I was giving you a break and saying it would be 50%. So, so there were, there'd be two million people running around this country that nobody ever saw at all except the cartels who sent them in here. In other words, no Border Patrol agent or anyone else put their eyes on these people. So they could be the nicest people in the world in three-piece suits and ready to make millions, or they could be ready to chop people's heads off. Uh, or do like uh, the one did who, sma- uh, who was a dr- drunk driver and killed a little kid the other day. You have no idea who they are, and you are flooding. You know, It's not like just a couple of people come in. You're flooding this country with hundreds of thousands of them. And the best check that we get are the, are the, are the Mexican cartels because they're the border keepers. So, I mean, they're going to definitely select the best people for us, aren't they? They're going to select, like, churchgoers and nice family people. Or are they going to select people that are going to help with their business? Well, you know what they're going to do. And they got a big business here, fentanyl, making a fortune with China. Well, we'll be back uh, shortly. And uh, we've got plenty more 
We've got plenty more to cover, plus a strange uh, situation at the Los Angeles Symphony. that I, It's very delicate that I want to be able to discuss with you, uh, but I'm trying to figure out how. Okay. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Here's Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. Listen. Okay, now, let's, let's stop it for a minute. According to uh, Yaron Steinbuck from the uh, New York Post, a woman was listening to uh, Tchaikovsky. That, that, is, that is the second movement of Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony, and it's about uh, a quarter to halfway into it. According to this, according to this article, and if you go to the... Um, you go to the New York Post, you'll see, you'll see the girl. And apparently, the music caused her to make very loud noises that were interpreted by the other uh, people there, I guess. It was, at the, it was at the Walt Disney Concert Hall. I guess 1,000 people, or probably seats about 2,000 or so. Uh, they were quite certain... That she had an orgasm during this music. That's what they say. British composer oh, Magnus Fiennes, brother of actor Ralph Fiennes, also was in attendance. A woman in the audience had loud and full-body orgasm during the fifth second movement. Band politely carried on, he said on Twitter. Fiennes insisted it absolutely happened, writing that he ran all possible scenarios. I don't know exactly how this guy ran all possible scenarios. It was in close proximity and had no less than eight other friends coincidentally attending. All had similar conclusion. She remained for the rest of the show. Her demeanor was in evidence. My corroborated take is merely an observation. Respect maintained, whatever this means. So, I mean, the luscious main theme was adapted for a popular love song. Um... So, With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. I mean, it is. Let's just play. Let's pick up where we left off. And you, you. I mean, you know, we'll play a little more as we move along. So far, so far, I'm not getting it. I mean, I think it's a beautiful piece of music, and I see it as, and 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 I think there is there is music that's so romantic that maybe it could cause this kind of reaction. But this seems more majestic than romantic to me. But I'm going to see Doctor 
Dr. Maria isn't back until Thursday, so I'm going to get her official uh, scientific uh, scientific view of it. But let's talk about the border because uh, our mayor is making really is embarrassing us, and he's embarrassing himself. Now he's he's accusing um, because they can't blame Biden, they they got to blame Abbott, Governor Abbott. Now this is just ridiculous. This is all Biden. The governors can't do much about the border. The border border enforcement is a matter of federal law. When the states go too far in getting in Biden's way, he comes in and just throws them out. So the people are coming in, not because of anything Abbott is doing. Abbott is dead set against their coming in. He, he wanted to use the National Guard. He wanted to use his own police. Not allowed to. His cities are getting ruined. They're getting 10 to 20 times the number of people that we get. But it's all being done to them by, by Joe Biden, who doesn't give a damn because he lost uh, Texas. He doesn't give a damn what he does to Texas. And the numbers are astronomical. I mean, I think, did Trump even, I'm not even, Trump, Trump got to a millionaire any time. The guy's at 2.5 million now. And that's the number we count. I'm trying to point out to you that there are people that come in we never get to see. And they're the worst ones. And the more that come in that we, that we count, the more that get in uh, surreptitiously because uh, we don't have the resources to stop them in the places that the cartels will figure out they can come in. Remember, on the other side of the border... This is not happening haphazardly. This is happening in a very in a much better coordinated way than we're not intercepting. But when we get back, we'll explain that to you and we'll get to our we'll get to our questions. And any thoughts you have on that music, too. Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy uh, Giuliani show. Here's a little more of the music. What is it? Come on, Tchaikovsky. Let's, let's go. Yeah, that's the main theme right there. That's, that's the main theme of the second uh, movement. I don't see this as some kind of a romantic, sexy kind of thing where this girl went, you know, bonkers over it. Maybe, you know, that um, there was that advertisement that was on before. Maybe it has something to do with that instead. Hmm, we'll use it for an advertisement, maybe. Well, let's go back. So as long as we're talking about that, let's go back to the two trials that are going, or trial of courtroom appearances. Hunter Biden was forced to appear in court yesterday because um, there was an appearance by his lawyer a couple of days earlier. And Hunter is trying to, you know, not pay his daughter, uh, not take care of her. I mean, look, let's let's face it. He denied being the father first. So he's been, sw- sw- he's, been he's been like pushed into this. 
the family doesn't pretend she doesn't pretends this poor girl doesn't exist and he doesn't want to pay her now i'm telling you the biden's are rolling in money it's all illegal it was all gotten i mean they have one product and they sold it like hell the product was his public office and they sold it now if you don't realize that you're probably too stupid to take care of your own affairs i'm telling you if you haven't figured that out by now that this you know bribery happens in politics you know that right and there are corrupt politicians you know that right so uh, there is every bit of proof humanly possible that these people were taking bribes for 30 years the best piece of proof is he he tells you that in the text to his daughter he's not hasn't denied it they tr- tried to deny it was the it was valid that turned out to be wrong a lie they tried to pretend it was russian disinformation and accuse me of being a russian agent uh, lied about that too he lied about that biden lied about that during a presidential debate now always be part of history i'll be the guy he lied about during the presidential debate that i got it from russia I was trying to figure out why they thought i got i don't even speak russian i don't know how we could have had this conversation but in any event He's going into this trial in Arkansas. The judge last week asked his lawyer, you know, uh, trying to figure out what, what he got to have. He has, has to have some money. She said, well, what, you know, what does he do for a living? His lawyer said, I don't know. How could your lawyer not know what you do for a living when he's representing you in a custody case involving money? And she got she got justifiably upset and said, from now on, no more lawyers. I want, I want the parties here. I want him to answer. I don't want you to answer. So he had to fly down there on Monday, and um, she's now reviewing it. She seemed extraordinarily upset with his uh, totally obtuse questions about where his money is, does he have money. Um, I can't describe it in detail because... I only have a secondhand description of it. I'll get the transcript hopefully in a day or so, and we'll go through the whole thing. But I think she's going to nail him bad because this is a this you know we've got him we've got him um, we've got him working with an organized criminal murderer in Ukraine. We've got him working with the spy chief of China. We've got him working with one of the richest people in China who was at the top of the Chinese Communist Party. We have him as a uh, as a partner with Whitey Bulger's nephew, and we have him saying that he gives half his income to his pop and pays all the expenses of the family. And then we got a lot of very, very um, uh, the whole oh, like this guy Blinken who organized the uh, phony letter. I mean, he's into him. He's into it up to his eyeballs. I mean, he he had a, a meetings uh, involving Burisma that he tried to hide. Uh, I mean, he's he's somebody's got to nail him at some point, uh, unless this is really going to be a total fix. I guess you know it could be. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Patrick in Wabash. Yes, I'd like to tell you the charges that Biden and Kamala Harris could be impeached on, and then uh, 
uh, Kevin McCarthy would be president because the um, Speaker of the House is third in line. The charges that uh, he should bring against Biden are that he, um, according to Article 3, Section 1, Clause 2, he gave aid and comfort to the enemy, Putin. And uh, the first thing he did when he got in office, he um, stepped aside from uh, blocking Putin, which Trump had been doing, and he let him go ahead with Nord Stream Pipeline, too. And um, then he gave comfort to Putin by cutting the Keystone Pipeline. He said that was uh, for climate change, but what it actually did, it gave comfort to Putin because he knew that the United States would not be a competition for him anymore. I, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't disagree with you that what he did was in many ways, although they're not technically, but, you know, tantamount to treason. Um, you could even look at China, right? He gave up the Bagram Air Base 400 miles from China, which is a st- strategic uh, miracle to have something 400 miles from your enemy. We're, we're looking for one now a 1,000 miles. And he gave it up, which makes China much safer and our country much more in danger. Uh, he has never done anything about the fact that China sent people around the world to kill people with COVID. And, uh, millions. He's never done a damn thing about that. Uh, he's not done anything about the fact that the Chinese have passed us as the world's largest Navy. He's not spending any money on the Navy. I mean, the guy um, makes decisions like he's, 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 he's number, it's number, China's number one. Problem is, they're not the enemy. Enemy in the Constitution would be somebody we had declared war on or having a war with. Now, they are the enemy in the sense that they're trying to displace us. But for a technical legal definition, it wouldn't pass the test. Uh, now, you, you don't have to have that. I mean, you could, you could uh, use sedition. You could use something else. But I don't think that the Congress has the... Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say courage because this isn't a matter of courage. I, I think after all the impeachments, I think the last thing in the world they want to do is another impeachment. Um, and they want this thing settled uh, politically rather than um, rather than with courts and, and prosecutions. And uh, the Democrats have done that. There's a real temptation for us to do the same thing. A real temptation and, and, and justification even. But then there's a, a bit of wisdom that has to be placed there. If we fall into that trap, then don't we help make us a banana republic where they prosecute us, we prosecute them, they prosecute us, we prosecute them. I don't like the idea of an impeachment right now. I don't. I do like the idea that when he's out of office, he should be prosecuted for this. This should not be written off. This is not uh, Nixon. This is much worse than anything Nixon did. It's much worse than anything we know of than any American president ever did. This would be as if Nixon took money from the Soviet Union or from China uh, when he was negotiating, you know, to open up to China. We found out that the Nixon family was getting 30 or 40 million dollars from Red China. Nixon wasn't getting money from China. Nixon was uh, had his problems, but he loved America. 
Uh, this guy doesn't love America. You can't keep going around saying that we are systemically racist and love us. How can you love a group of people that's systemically racist? And everything coming out of his mouth uh, evokes hatred and anger at half the people in America, people who voted against him. Where uh, the MAGA people are like, uh, I don't think he knows what MAGA means. And and if he did, it probably wouldn't register too well because there aren't often there aren't an awful lot of brains there to register ideas. Make America great again. I mean, like the people in in new in new in uh, in uh, East Palestine. Where we saw, um, where, where we saw, uh, little Petey look so uncomfortable being with them because they're regular people and not, you know, they're not the Washington Post and New York Times cocktail party people. Uh, let's go to Rob and Caucus. Hello, Rudy. Hi, Rob. How are you? How have you been? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, I, 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 call, I called in to um, comment on the Tucker uh, uh-huh. matter. I Please. mean, I, I remember it wasn't too long ago when I called in your show and we discussed it. I, and I had the audacity to say that Fox News wouldn't have the, go, the, 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 the gonads to, uh, to get to fire Tucker because Tucker was Fox, according to what I said. And I remember when I was saying it, I thought – wonder if Fox is listening, and this is like a dare to them. <laughs> well, you know, you and, know, I, I, I knew they, they could do it if they wanted to because they did it with O'Reilly. You know, O'Reilly was number one in the world when they got rid of him, just like Tucker was. It wasn't as sensitive a period of time, though. Tucker was dealing with – I mean, I think the Tucker firing is more serious than the O'Reilly, O'Reilly firing, although I was against that too. But the O'Reilly filing was more – the kind of commercial thing that usually happens. Uh, although I do think that people don't realize that Fox was trying to make this shift in 2015, 2016. In other words, shift to the middle, maybe even to the left. And they thought Trump was going to lose. So like Trump interrupted a lot of other things in the movement toward socialism and left and communism, he interrupted Fox. Uh, so they got rid of Roger and they got Roger Ailes and they got rid of O'Reilly at a time in which they thought they're going to be dealing with a Hillary presidency. And I think they were hoping to be dealing with it. I mean, this idea that they were very much for Trump was on the surface. I don't think that was the upper echelon soul. This, this movement to the left has been going on for quite some time. And, you know, people have been complaining about it. In the case of Tucker, his last year, he just knocked the he just knocked the ball out of the ballpark. I mean, this was some of the best journalism history of the country, and some of the most courageous. The way he blew up January sixth, boy, that really got them. Because you know, so many of their myths have been exploded, like Russian collusion, uh, improper conversation with the with the president of Ukraine, which turns out to be totally justified by the hard drive getting caught uh, uh, covering up the hard drive with lies about Russian uh, agents and stuff like that. They can't stand getting caught in another one. January 6th is a similar kind of hoax uh, in the sense that, yes, some bad things were done, 
but nothing on the level of the exaggeration that they created. And then I think you're going to find out that they were stirring the pot quite a bit. There were a lot of FBI agents in there. There were a lot of Antifa people in there. There were texts that they don't bother to show you inviting those Antifa people there to take, to take Trump out, take Trump out. The person who sent that was never arrested for threatening a president. In fact, he was never arrested for calling for burning down the Capitol, smashing into the Capitol. And I'm not talking about Epps. I'm talking about John Sullivan. Uh, you got a lot there, boy, that's going on. A lot at stake, a lot of careers that are going to get ruined. And if we had a regular system of justice, there are a lot of people that would line up to go to prison if it were done right and fairly. Let's go to Phyllis. Hi, Mayor. I want to um, put something into this thing about uh, Hunter Biden. Okay, sure. I don't know if everybody knows, and even if you know, you know, the woman was not raped. She was a pole dancer. And this is what's happening with our society today with women. There are things that protection that a woman like that should use, and it's just called a diaphragm. And people in our country, men and women, don't bother with it because we pay for the abortions and all the things. Now, this woman is getting, I don't know if you realize, was getting $20,000 a month, which... From, from, From Hunter? From Hunter? From Hunter Biden, okay. which is $240,000 a year. And in five years, it's $1,200,000. Now, she wasn't raped. She was doing this thing with this man. And you know what? She ought to just take a flat settlement because who knows what's going to be with him. And I agree. I, I agree with you. You know, she wants the Biden name. I think she's out of her mind. Because you know what? When her daughter is old enough to read what is going on and what her mother did, I hope it's a lesson for that little girl to know her mother's doing nothing but looking for what Hunter Biden did and his father their whole lives, stealing money. Because the mother did nothing to protect the daughter or herself. Well, I I don't know what you mean, did nothing to protect isn't she protecting the daughter by trying to get money to bring her up? And, and, if, and I know $20,000 a month sounds like a lot, but the, generally it's based on the style of life that you live. And $20,000 a month for the Bidens would be like $2,000 a month for an ordinary person. I mean, she, uh, the girl, the little girl is entitled to be brought up similar to the other grandchildren. Uh, and there's no question he has the money to do it. I mean, I'd like I'd like the I'd like the judge to ask him to fill out an affidavit and go under oath as to whether he has any offshore bank accounts. Because I can't tell you that he does. All I can tell you is that I have evidence that he does. And not only that, I know that the Treasury Department blocked an attempt to get at it that the that the Ukrainians wanted to do. Well, we'll be back very shortly. With the mayor's final thoughts. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you with the mayor's final thoughts, sponsored by T2T.org, Tunnel to Towers, the organization that takes care of our uniform members who, who, who suffer uh, terrible, terrible injuries uh, in the course of protecting us or lose their lives. 
They build smart homes uh, for uh, for those who who, who need help uh, getting around getting around the home and doing things so they can have a degree of independence. And they also are the first ones there to pay off the mortgage on the home if, God forbid, the loved one dies in the line of duty. Uh, you, you be part of that. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, and you will be doing, well, you'll be doing your duty. So I, uh, my, my uh, final thought today is what's happened to patriotism? Where did it go? The the um, the people in the White House have to know that the President of the United States is suffering from an extreme case of dementia that makes it impossible for him to carry out the duties of President of the United States. Uh, there have been so many public uh, examples of it that uh, they have to be mirrored or, or, or they, they certainly don't happen just because he's in public where he thinks that he's in uh, Colombia and he's in Cambodia or he thinks the president of Cambodia is the president of Colombia and congratulates him on his recent victory. Or he thinks he gave his uncle the the, the um, Purple Heart uh, after he became vice president and dug it out and they did it in the White House and his father helped him do it and father and uncle had been dead for five and seven years before he was ever in the White House. So, I mean, or he can't remember that he was just in Ireland. You just asked that question a few days ago, right, by a child. Where, where, where was your last trip? Uh, uh, oh, I don't know. I travel so much. Uh, uh, I don't know. Ireland, one of, the, one of the kids. Oh, yes, that's right. Now, I mean, that was like four days before that he was in Ireland. He was in Ireland for five days. It, it was a matter of national news. Everybody there knew he was in Ireland. The three-year-old knew he was in Ireland, the five-year-old. Now, it's not a joke. And I'm, I'm asking you to reflect on the following. If you had the great honor of being appointed to the United States cabinet and you were appointed attorney general or secretary of the interior or secretary of commerce or secretary of state and you saw the president not able to function, wouldn't the country come first? That's why I say, where are the patriots? Well, we'll, we'll look into that in more detail tomorrow. God bless America. 